0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 379th episode of the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. Back
1: with me is Will. What do you mean, back with you? You're back with me. Oh, my I've been bad. here the whole time. You didn't miss a week. I felt like you missed a week, like three weeks ago. I maybe, but 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 still, uh, this look. Buddy, I got your credit card number now. (laughs) Don't you cross me. (laughs) A lot of identity theft
0: over the weekend.
1: Okay, it's not identity theft when I just take your credit card number. It's like financial theft, as in I'm going to steal money from you. There's
0: uh, not a lot of money to steal, I'll tell you that.
1: It's a credit card. We can work with those balances.
0: (laughs) Uh, Greg is also here.
1: I am
2: also here. I did not take any of your stuff. I am a good co-host, and I treat you with respect, and what? I honor your, your uniqueness and niceness.
1: I, I, I'm not 100% certain that any of that is true.
2: Uh, all of it is true, because I said it.
1: Because <laughs> that's how that works. Okay.
2: <laughs> once, once it's
1: in that audio format, it's set in stone. Yep. I, I I didn't see you putting Steve and his wife up in uh, your house.
2: They don't want to stay here. It yeah, would, that's
1: probably accurate.
2: Steve, it'd be like a Cthulhu mythos. Steve would walk into my house and have to make a sanity check, fail, and then I'd have to deal with that all weekend.
1: <laughs> oh, I have some commentary on that, but I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> mm.
0: Okay, we got a uh, pretty... Full show, and there's probably a lot of news we're going to miss, but that's only because there's a lot of other news that we have to get to. So, we have a little bit of Pokemon Go news that we're going to start off with. And then, Game Informer had an exclusive. They went to Japan. They met with Masuda and Omori about Sword and Shield. And so, we're going to talk about all the Game Informer stuff. We might miss an article or two. There's a lot with the Game Informer stuff, let me tell you. And then, there was the 24 hour live stream that took place on friday you would think uh because it was 24 hours long we'd have a lot to talk about but there's not that much to talk about (laughs)
2: not that much
0: now that everything is said and done but at least to me that was to be expected but i'm sure people have thoughts on that
2: i have thoughts on that
0: so with that being said let's just jump into some news here and our first bit of news is that uh, it's going to be off PokemonGoLive.com. Actually, these next three things will be off PokemonGoLive.com. Real quick, we'll run through these, but uh, get ready for spooky legendary raid hours in October. We're excited to announce that there are more legendary raid hours taking place in October. will happen every Wednesday evening, and they will feature legendary Pokemon more frequently. That's going to be between 6 to 7 p.m. your time zone. Uh, October 2nd, 9th, and 16th will be Altered Form Giratina. And then October 23rd and 30th are to be announced. Darkrai. I Meh. think that's going to be EX, but I'm sure it's just going to be Origin Form Garatina.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. What other spooky ghost legendaries are there? Darkrai.
0: Yeah, but Ace? no, that's Spooky Ghost Mythical, not Legendary.
1: Yeah, come on, get your terminologies
0: right. I mean, they could, I maybe. I just think, like, what if they put Darkrai in regular raids, what are they going to put in EX? They're not going to get rid of EX.
2: They'll put Darkrai in EX. They'll do it all. <laughs> it's an all Darkrai month. Um, They're running out of ideas. It's clear that the cut and paste isn't working anymore.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: They've
1: worn out the cut and paste.
0: They could bring back Heatran, I guess. Heatran? For, for
1: What's spooky about a cockroach? Cockroaches are cute. I mean, aren't cockroaches part of Halloween
2: decorations? Spiders I mean... are. Is there a legendary spider? Ugh.
0: Uh. They're just gonna put Ariados and <laughs> <on> Star <laughs> Ray.
2: Legendary Ariados. Legendary crowbat? and it's all bats.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll put Lunala in and call it a day. There's a yeah. bat for you.
2: There's a bat for you. I feel no, like the,
0: la- right. the lame thing is they, they just do the other Garatina. <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Mm, true. Mm. Stardust Blast is back. Stardust is everywhere. Uh Look forward to some exciting Stardust bonuses coming soon. This is from Thursday, October 3rd through Thursday, October 10th. You can hatch twice as much Stardust, catch twice as much Stardust, get twice as much Stardust from Team Rocket Battles, and then you get a guaranteed 2,000 Stardust from Raids. Yeah, and that's just a week-long event. Uh Nothing, no special Pokemon to go along with that, although it was the taiwan go fest this past weekend that's why shiny otis was Uh, uh, taipei taipei Uh, sorry is taipei in taiwan i think it may be
2: yes yes let's say yes
0: okay good welcome to another episode of the map
1: cast (laughs) geography cast let's get classy up in here
0: Final bit of news, which is for Pokemon Go stuff, is the original Stitch Pokemon Shirts are coming, came to Pokemon Go. Address your best if you haven't heard. Pokemon Shirts is an online service that allows you to mix and match uh, prints based on the first 150 Pokemon to create unique and slightly custom shirts in collaboration with original Stitch and in celebration of the release of the Pokemon Shirts in the United States, which is news in itself. Pokemon Shirt Avatars will be available in the Style Shop starting on October 4th. There will be four shirt patterns. Vileplume, Lickitung, Magikarp, and Snorlax. Physical Pokemon Shirt merchandise are only on sale currently in Hong Kong, India, Indonesia, Japan, Malaysia, the Philippines, Singapore, Taiwan, and, as of this recording, the United
1: States. Well. Greg, are we getting shirts?
2: Yeah, we are. I want one I, of them Hawaiian shirts.
1: I hate wearing shirts. They're called Aloha shirts. Thank you.
2: Um, only Hawaii uses Aloha, so they're Hawaiian shirts. Thank you.
1: <sighs> Listen, chopped salad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of the shirts in the game, though.
2: U.S. sales launch October 4th.
1: I'm oh, good. We're good to you order. Don't, you don't like, I thought you liked Vileplume. I like Vileplume, the Pokemon. I just don't understand, and this is going to be one—we've got a proof. Will Anderson, crotchety old man. I don't understand what it is with you young people these days where you wear these shirts that are, like, overpopulated with, like, repeated designs of just—what happened to a nice— simple maybe like a little one little picture over your breast plate I mean part, you can pocket. customize
0: that on original stitch if that's what you want I
1: can't I customize that in the game can I no, no. that was that was a little a, bit of like, a bummer somebody like gobbled up a bunch of vile plumes and worked them up onto a shirt and there you go I wonder if they're
0: gonna drip through drip feed original stitch shirts like for a week I mean they're charging two dollars a shirt which is no different than their other shirts um but they're cute.
2: They're shirts. There's still no socks.
0: Three years later, still no socks. How am I supposed to wear socks and sandals if they don't give me the socks option? Do what I do
1: and wear no shoes whatsoever.
2: Yeah, but then you're it's, walking around with dirty feet. Gross.
1: That's fine. Nobody no, it's needs not. need to be hanging out with my feet.
2: <laughs> it's not. People have to see that. People have to look at your feet Why in public you looking places. looking
1: at my feet? Because Stop they've got no shoes feet. on it. I, I, that's fine. Don't look there. Too look at late. My eyes, sir. My eyes are up here.
2: Yeah. And I look at your dead, dead gaze and I have to sh- look away. <laughs> and I look down at your ugly, ugly, bearish feet. Oh.
1: Excuse me? My feet are sevelt
2: so I don't know. i am not looked at your feet.
1: <laughs> exactly. So stop with your lies.
0: We won't spend a lot of time on this, but the new season of the anime has revealed that Ash is back in it.
2: What? I was wrong.
0: I will admit that I was wrong.
2: But he won.
0: Yeah, he won. Uh, The more interesting thing than Ash being back, Um, not surprisingly, they changed the animation style again. Uh, This is an audio podcast, so it's kind of really hard to describe, but... Ash has changed pretty dramatically over the twenty years. Um every major season reboot they've changed him. Uh they gave him a partner, like a friend this time, which but yeah, he finally oh. has a friend.
1: Is her name Sabrina?
2: Nope.
0: Nope. Oh. His uh name is Go, which you know, I always thought Apple was really bad at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nintendo really, you know, took the cake. The the new the Wii U was a bad name uh because parents thought it was just an expansion pack or an extra add-on to the Wii. The new 3DS not a great name either, but now that we have Pokemon Go, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee and now we have Ash's friend being named Go. Oh, boy.
1: But wait, that, this is in Japanese. We don't know what the English name is going to be yet. Maybe. So, But, I mean, Go is a Japanese name.
0: It is? Okay,
1: that was going to be my yeah. next question. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That being said, uh, uh, there were some people uh, disappointed that Ash's friend was not a girl, and instead there's two boys, which can be not appealing to young girls. They gave Ash like eighteen friends in the last anime,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did, yeah, you had a lot of friends in the last one, it's time for him to go it alone
0: so I wouldn't be surprised if Go is the first friend they showed, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I don't remember the x and y anime that that much, but I don't know how how often Serena appeared. I know Iris was there every episode start to
1: finish uh so go ichinose. Um, is a composer for the Pokemon games, and also, after Pokemon Black 2 and White 2, he took a break from Pokemon to work on Pocket Card Jockey.
3: Oh! easily, easily. He
1: returned for the soundtrack and sound effects of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Pocket Card
0: Jockey is easily the best Game Freak game.
1: That's fine. I'm disappointed that they didn't give us a new lead in Pokemon the anime, but I guess they figured they'd just lose out on all that money and merchandising and they couldn't take a risk and be brave and try something new and wild, but <sighs> maybe in the future. I don't know maybe why. in the mm, future.
0: I mean, we had this conversation before. I don't know why
1: they would <laughs> give up on... <laughs> why give up on audio jacks for your phone output? Headphone thing, yeah, headphone Somebody jacks. has
2: to make the bold leap yes. forward, and it's not going to be Pokemon, the anime series. I think the, if anyone's the, making you, leaps, You got your Pokemon origins, you got your Pokemon other side animes that didn't have Ash, so you're fine. You got what you wanted in other things.
0: If there's any companies not- if there's any company not taking risks, it's Japanese companies that are stuck in their ways. <laughs> Okay, let's get to the good stuff, now that we got gotten all the uh, the bad light, stuff? light news out of the way. Oh, no. Game Informer has a lot of coverage of Sword and Shield.
2: It, uh, some of which was questionable.
0: Okay, there was one thing questionable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that taints the whole batch now, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of the news people stopped caring about <laughs> once one bit of news got tainted. We'll get to that. Let's start with the easy stuff. Honestly, I don't know. This is like weird because like this is kind of not newsworthy. Um, but it, people were excited, including myself. But, uh, I think the reason that it, it was newsworthy is because Pokemon is known for progressing in their games and then like taking two steps back. Yes. Uh, like, oh, you added a cool new feature like DexNav. And oh, it's and now it's gone. Now it's gone. Oh, cool! You like gave you like took away some HMs. Oh, but now you gave us a bunch more in Gen Four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gave us seven. Um, you doubled down.
0: So they're they're really good at that. So I think if it was any other game series, this probably wouldn't have been news. But the first bit of news here is that HMs are not in Pokemon Sword and Shield, which they haven't been in the last three main series games. They haven't been in. Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and let's go! But it is exciting nonetheless.
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like we already knew this because of the bike, but so it was weird. Oh, because the bike like... can surf. Because the bike was doing a lot of things. Yeah, and I was like, why is this news? Except for like the flying part, but they sort of had already covered that with the you know the Carbonite taxis. But, I mean, it's nice to have confirmation, but I was, it weirded me out that people were all like, oh, this is the most exciting news. And it's one of those things where I thought, didn't we already know that? Like, I mean, I guess not officially, so.
1: Yeah, and wasn't it kind of like um, Rotom's going to basically take the place of HMs? Yeah. Because right? like, it gives I guess the they, bike magical powers.
2: They hinted at it a lot, so I was just, I was taken aback by people's super excitement over the announcement when I felt that we had already had the announcement But
0: Yeah, we were talking not. about the same people that were excited that they showed a bike six months ago
2: Yeah, that copy and pasted bike
0: I mean like <laughs> sh- like there was no bike in Sun and Moon <laughs> or Ultra Sun and Moon or Let's Go uh, and people were excited for the bike I mean whatever, I think riding Pokemon is significantly more interesting and exciting
1: than being on a bicycle
2: but this is a really nice bike.
1: Yeah, anything is better than rollerblades. Do not bring back the rollerblades. <laughs> bring
2: back no, blades. no. I want my inline skates.
1: There's a quote here. Um, it says,
0: "quote I think they played a role in the series traditionally to be like the relationship between a door and a key. The HMs will unlock something, and you're able to progress and feel the ability to go to a new place." Uh, this is from. Kazumasa, uh, who is the planning director for Sword and Shield. Uh, we didn't have them in Sudden Moon, and this time around, we didn't feel like it really matched the concept, especially with the wild area. And wanting to have this higher degree of freedom, the player can kind of choose how they want to engage with the gameplay. Having the more HM-based elements, we didn't feel like it really matched the game. So this this time around, they are yeah, not that's, in.
2: That's the I hate thing that sentence. Right there. <laughs> this time around. So... Guess what's coming back?
1: No, no, no. Yeah, this
2: time around. So when they, when we go to the HM reason, which is sponsored by H&M, it's going to be all HMs. Like every move will be an HM. You can't get rid of it.
1: So I will say, one of the nice things about HMs, possibly the only nice thing about HMs. <laughs> hey, I, that- I'm,
0: there's, okay. I'm very curious what this only nice thing is.
1: In terms of suspension of disbelief, using the HM on your Pokémon means that it is your Pokémon, and it's the Pokémon that you choose, not the Pokémon that you're told to use, the Pokémon that you choose that enables you to progress through the story, right? You can put Surf on a number of different Pokémons that will be able to use Surf, and then that's the Pokémon you choose. I mean, maybe it's Bidoof, maybe that's how you're just utilitarian, but maybe it's your Oshawott or whatever. And it's like, I made a choice and now I am using this Pokemon to further my progress in the story of the game so that I stay within the world of Pokemon. And it's also like, I'm, I'm contributing to the story by picking the pokemon that i want to use to unlock these different things as opposed mm. to in alola where it's like you've you've got to use toros and mm. that's what, oh that's no other option you can't, mm. you can't swap it out for some it's it's toros that's I that's think, what you got
2: I think you're that, being real you're being real generous with i got to make a choice yeah. you were forced to make a choice and amongst but, uh, the options of the things that you had, you chose the option that was least offensive to you.
1: I think like, that
0: definitely worked in like Gen One, but like that 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 whole I that I I do agree with Will to an extent, but that all breaks at the end of Gen Four where they were they're like you need at l- you need seven HMS to get through Mount Coronet. Te- technically, you can get by with six. You don't really need defog, but six. <laughs> HMs a lot and where that kills it for me is ideally I want to choose the six Pokemon that I want to go through the game with because the last thing I need to do is get through the elite four. And if I've started with these six Pokemon to have to box one or two or three of the Pokemon to withdraw three other Pokemon just to get through this part of the game. And not only is it a giant cave puzzle, but now there are trainers there that I have to battle,
1: and it kind of sucks being able to battle them with not my team. Take a step back two things. Number one, I didn't say it was a great reason. <laughs> I said it was a reason. <laughs> it a was a reason. reason.
2: And you are but correct. It was a reason.
1: Let's also take into thought Let's Go, right? In, in Let's Go, I mean, I haven't played in a while, but from what I remember, you could pretty much swap out any of your Pokemon at any time. You didn't have to go to a computer to do it. That's true. Right? So that puts the burden of six in your party and having to have your HM carrier in your party at all times as you approach a problem. It reduces yeah, that burden it reduces quite that. a bit. I mean, there's,
2: there are ways they could reduce the problem that is HMs. One of them is keeping the let's go on the fly swap out. Another would be making each of the HM moves much better. So that they actually serve many purposes that you'd that you don't feel like you're wasting a slot. I mean like surf's cut,
1: not a bad mood.
2: Surf is a good isn't neither is waterfall. Dive is terrible. Fly is uh eh. cut is pointless, Rock Smash is mostly pointless. Rock Smash
0: isn't even HM, but it's required uh, to progress through yeah. Omega Ruby off Sapphire.
2: <laughs> Rock climb does nothing.
0: And it's real frustrating.
2: Like, if those moves were Decent, like competitive moves that you'd want to have on a Pokemon that would also help mitigate the problems of HMs. But as it stands, I
0: mean
1: waterfall you know, the is the only way people do
2: is surf. You know, surf and waterfall, the two water moves. So I wouldn't mind if HMs back if they reworked remember
1: them. back in two thousand and nine when we no. had competitive Tauros. <laughs> uh, Those were the days. <laughs> But going going back to the quote, having
0: the more HM based elements, we didn't feel like it matched this game, so it's not in their time this time around. I are this is this something they're like still clinging on though? Like it's not even the I mean, fact.
1: Sounds like it. <sighs> oh come on, don't overinterpret it.
0: Yeah, but it's just, you, you,
1: they you could, said it. You it could, doesn't mean it. You
0: could easily just say like, "Hey, games have advanced, and we don't need this tactic of door and key." <laughs> Because they're right, it is a door and a key. The door being the water to Cinnabar Island, the key being a water Pokemon that you taught Surf to, now you can get to Cinnabar Island.
1: But the problem is, if they said something as absolute as that, and then they actually did come up with a creative and good way to bring HMS back, everybody would be screaming. In two thousand and nineteen, you said we'd never have HMS again, and you took away my national decks, and you're making me use HMS. You're the worst company in the whole
2: world. That's gonna happen no matter what. Yeah, so <laughs> they are the worst company in the whole world.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Speaking of key items, uh, this is experience share is baked into Pokemon Sword and Shield. During our trip to Game Freak for this month's cover story, we learned a lot of tidbits about Pokemon Sword and Shield and what what went into making it. One of the smaller yet more interesting pieces that we learned involved experience share, an item that splits the experience earned in battle to all Pokemon in the player's party. According to director Omori, Pokemon Sword and Shield does away with this item. However, when we followed up with Amori about whether that means that we need to train up each individual Pokemon, he confirmed that every Pokemon in your party gets equal experience automatically as you progress through the game. This revelation occurred during our filming of our Rapid Fire interview, where you can look forward to later this week. We'll talk about that.
2: Yeah. Um...
1: But Wait, that's, that's not how Experience Share used to work. It used to be the active Pokemon got half of the XP, and then everybody else got... Like, the other half distributed, didn't they?
2: So, when the XP share, the new ones came out, whoever battled got 100%, no matter what. And then everybody who didn't see in the battle through XP share got 50%. Well, that's not 100%
0: true, but okay. Well. In Gen 4, it was broken, so you actually got less than 50%.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, I'm saying since they added the XP share all that, you could turn on and off. So like the one that was spreading it out to everybody that that was X and Y changed how it works yeah an X and Y yes and that 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 mode has changed that was an Ultra, Ultra Moon. so this is the
0: same as let's go yeah because in let's go you can't turn off experience share either
1: now there's I don't think there's a switch for it yeah it's just it's it's happening
0: I honestly like this I I mean I I uh, <laughs> Or, I'm not, I don't know if like is the right word. I just, I don't care because I would never turn it off, I don't think. Uh, But some, some people were, were not happy with this. Uh, I guess the, the argument could be the other side of it could be like, hey, if I'm, you know, EV training, which they haven't talked about, so we don't actually know how EVs work in this game. And I, thanks for
1: getting a new EV. That's
0: why. If I'm, (laughs) no, EVs (laughs) as in (laughs) effort (laughs) values. Yes. I don't want, you know, the other five Pokemon in my party to get the, you know, right. speed EVs that I would get from a uh, Pelipper. I actually don't know if Pelipper is speed then EVs. Don't
1: have them in your party while you're EV training.
0: Yeah. So, uh and how then, how hard th- is that? then you could argue, well, that's a lot more maintenance, that's a lot more work, but we don't know yet if if it is like Let's Go, it's actually not a lot of work because if your bag is always with you and you can quickly deposit five Pokemon into your bag or withdraw five Pokemon, it's actually, I don't think that big big of a deal. I mean, you could also argue that there are people that are very, um I don't know, what's the word for it? um They want all their Pokemon to be the same level no matter what. Yep. And so if if one Pokemon is traded or is getting stronger... It's hard to control that, but again, I guess the argument is, well, if the bag is always with you, you don't have to worry about walking back to a a city, or if you're in the middle of a cave, you can easily put that Pokemon back in your bag like in Let's Go, and the problem is solved, and it's actually less work than it was prior before. I mean, I guess you could argue like, well, I'm turning off an item as opposed to I'm turn I'm putting a Pokemon yeah. in my bag. But yeah. my argument would be why would you turn off the item because you're literally losing out on so much experience just because one so. Pokemon is a higher level when the better solution is just put that one Pokemon in your bag real quick. Bring out another Pokemon. Maybe bring out that Caterpie that you caught on Route 1 that you didn't plan on using and just level up that Caterpie. You don't have to use it in battle. But that was the great thing about Let's Go is... When you're shiny hunting or when you're just looking for a Pokemon with four IVs and you're catching Pokemon, you're just leveling up your party. So I had tons of people come into my stream and go like, well, how, why are all your Pokemon level 100? Like, how did you actually just grind them up? And it's like, no, this is just a natural progression. My Pokemon just got to level 100 because I was just playing the game, which is why I've always argued for Let's Go being a pretty decent game because unlike other methods in the past or like when you're doing something in that game, you're actually getting other things while you're doing it. And then that case, the other thing I was getting is just free experience. And it was so
1: easy to level up my Pokemon in that game. All right. So here's the counter argument.
2: Okay. I have a counter argument as well.
1: Uh, kind of what I feel about experience share and have felt for a very, very long time is that experience share is kind of like easy mode right those pokemon didn't do anything and they get to level up so yes you know yes you get the facility of leveling up pokemon much more simply but it's like isn't pokemon easy enough no i disagree now my my pokemon are getting leveled up without with with only like one super powerful pokemon in the front of my party knocking out other pokemon and it's like i'm it's like no effort it's no struggle no, it's the, no the, challenge the
0: counter argument to that is the game isn't hard because you have to stand in the grass and level up your pokemon
1: it's counter counter argument is what you're trying to say
0: <laughs> like the pokemon isn't hard because i have to spend extra time Knocking out Furfrues over and over to get to the appropriate level to battle the gym leader. That is not the hard part. There is zero risk and there is zero fun of knocking out the same Furfrues over and over again just to level up my Pokemon to the appropriate level.
1: Like, you are not, not, you are it's not punished. It's like, you, you, you're, not, you're not required to put in, you're challenging yourself by just like, do you have the stamina to put in the efforts to level up and handcraft each Pokemon with, with artisanal... <laughs>
3: And yes,
0: craft. and then that kid goes. This is boring and taking too long. I'm going to go to Fortnite where I can get I'm into a match in like ten I, I, seconds. I, no.
1: But the, okay, the thing is, it's like when experience share is something you can turn on or off. Then the kids who want to play Fortnite can turn experience share on, and they I don't can have think their people. But I don't Pokemon, think people
3: are but,
0: turning off experience share because I mean, they want, I, they I want sure as did.
1: much grinding as possible, knocking out yes. the same four I'm Pokemon g- in grind a row. It up. I, got, I got a guy. I got a yep. I got to grind. I'm I'm a grinderito. Yep. So
2: the only the only thing I don't like is that there's not the option, right? Like, I don't care what your reasons are. There are people who play Nuzlocks, there are people who put level limits, there are people who do a lot of things who want to only play with a specific amount of Pokemon. They don't have that choice anymore. And that is the only issue I have with it. Like, you having a switch doesn't stop people from using it. It allows people who don't want to use it for their own valid reasons, to not use it. And that's gone. And that that is something to say, well, that kind of stinks, because I, I no longer have that choice to play the game on the mode that I want to play it on. Hard mode, Nuzlocke mode, solo run, whatever they want to do. The other thing is to say you're wasting XP. It's bonus XP, and if you're putting it to a Pokémon that you don't even care about, you're still wasting it. You're putting it on something that you're never going to look at again. You're just putting it there so it feels less like you're wasting it. You're still wasting it. Me leveling a Caterpie that I caught at the beginning that I could care less about because I feel like, well, this XP that I'm getting for free should go somewhere isn't a great reason for me to be leveling that Caterpie. It's just like, well, I might as well use it, so here I go. I will never see it again. It's fine. I just think it's a weird choice to say, going forward or in this game, you don't have the choice to turn that off. You're, And that's... It, it didn't seem like a hard thing to add in. It seems just like a weird option to make to me. Because maybe everybody left it on but i know a lot of people who didn't like it and turned it off immediately like to take away that choice feels weird and that is my only real argument against it like i don't get to choose to play the game in the mode that i want there's a there's a customability there that's gone for not a great
1: reason i agree with you greg
0: i mean i'm not going to disagree that having more options is better but like, at what point do you extend that to other things? Because I've, I've also heard that argument for shiny charm of like, well, I don't want to get the shiny charm because I, I want the option to toggle. It doesn't give me the option to toggle it. So I don't want it. No,
1: nah, it's not. It's not the same because. OK, maybe the option to toggle it, I could see. But uh, the thing about the shiny charm is that takes work. It takes a lot of effort to get the shiny charm. So it's you should have a reward of the payoff. And you know what if you if if your problem is you can't toggle the shiny charm, don't complete your decks. Yeah. So or that never, you, sure. you
2: can't or get it. Never pick it up. Yeah. I mean when you could when you had to pick it up, never pick it up. Like if you don't want the shiny charm, you don't have to you don't have to take that charm. For the difference with XP share is it is usually right at the beginning <laughs> Here well, is. well, you is... know,
0: I, in 2, uh, Gen two, three, four, it was not at the beginning.
2: No, it wasn't. But I mean, as in recent times, like X and Y, it was like first gym. Here you go. Let's
0: go. And I mean, if if I'm if I'm coming from the developer and I'm defending them, do they know? Did that was their research? Was their studies being like people have come to this game? Let's just say you know X and Y. Uh, and they turned it off because they thought it was too easy. And because they turned it off, it became a slog and they didn't finish our game.
2: It's possible. Like, I mean, they collected they've collected a lot of data on how, how everybody plays their game. So it is possible, like a lot of things that they looked at and said, you know, 80 percent never turn off the XP share. And so therefore.
0: And the 20 percent who did, almost all of them didn't finish the game.
2: Well, I mean, I don't, you know. Well, I'm just just a hypothetical. Just for hypothetical, you know, even if it, even if the twenty percent did finish the game and played it a lot after that, they're still going to look at the eighty percent and say this is the this is the experience that the majority wants, and so they would make decisions based off of how the majority of people interacted with their games. So it's likely that a, you know. A lot of people never turned it off and, you know, found that as an enjoyable addition. Like, I find it, I, I like having the XP share on. I do the same thing. I swap things out. I level them up. I train them up when, you know, I, it's nicer that you can switch them out on the go. So it feels less of a slog, but I also very much get the people who don't want to play that game. And to have that removed is just, you know, like, all right, like it, it, it seems, more game-impacting, to some reason, to, than other choices, I guess. Like, you, having having no control over how your experience is distributed, like, it's going to happen to everything, Is is a weird thing to get used to.
0: Alright, we'll take a quick break. We have a lot more to go over from this Game Informer stuff. So... Hold on to your uh ponytails we will be right Ooh. back. Oh.
2: The year of
0: Baractus. Who would argue that? This is the year of Baractus. No,
2: this is the year of Gumaractus.
0: We are back. Speaking of things you can turn on and off, not experience share, but autosave is being added to the series. While talking with the developers about upcoming new features coming to Sword and Shield, Omori mentioned auto saving will occur in the wild area. Normally, after you perform a trade, you need to stop and save, but instead, Game Freak figured out a way to incorporate seamless saving into the wild area. When you connect with them to actually do some sort of trade or interaction, that will then seamlessly switch to a synchronous connection, Omori says. It is also saving in the background, which is something we previously didn't do, so there's quite a bit going on uh, while you're being represented in the wild areas. At the mention of saving in the background, I asked Amori, I being Game Informer, asked Amori if it happens throughout the rest of the game, or if that's restricted to wild areas. Quote, it's a new feature that we're implementing full autosave functionality. He says, traditionally in Pokemon games, it's an important thing to write your report to record your save. It's always been a staple, like remember to save your game. Oh, Rotom remembered us.
2: Oh, yes.
0: We we do have an autosave feature this time where you can just adventure and it will consistently save the game. For those who don't want Pokemon Sword and Shield autosave, fear not. You can turn off the feature and stick with the traditional save method where you pause the action and save manually. (laughs) I imagine this would come in. Handy for encounters to for diff- difficult-to-catch legendary Pokemon, however, Omori says the process might also feel a little bit different on the Switch. Quote, I think the Nintendo Switch compared to previous consoles is actually a bit harder to reset the game. He says, like on the NES, you have a dedicated button to reset the whole thing, but on the Switch, it's a little bit more of a complicated process.
2: <laughs> here we go.
0: So there are lots of Pokemon games that autosave. Greg's favorite game, Pokemon Masters, is one.
2: it. I'm not playing that game anymore, <laughs> FYI.
0: A lot of mobile games have auto-saving features.
1: Sure. Or For sure. Not.
0: The only...
1: Hmm. Come on, say it, Captain Screed. <laughs>
0: the only really argument for not having auto-saves would be, like, a legendary encounter. I guess you could save before a gym leader, and if you lost the gym leader, one... According to the internet, that never happens because Pokemon games are too easy.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: man. But
0: if it did, the penalty is so low. <laughs> like what? I, I mean, in older Pokemon games, it, it, they did take a lot more money. But in, in something like Sun and Moon, the, the, the amount of money they take is so ne-
1: negligible. 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 I got yes. there.
0: that
2: Eventually. I, I,
0: that it really doesn't matter too much i mean also even if you lost a gym battle you could still get experience out of that xp you know other things out of it so it's not a complete waste but i'm i'm sure if if they did not give an option people would be voc very vocally very, very upset, upset but i would argue that that's, that again is the minority of people
1: well, but how can you RNG for Shinies if you can't yeah. soft reset and with your clock? That was Gen 5? You can't do that anymore? No. Oh.
2: But, I mean, like, soft resetting for Legendary Encounters for Shinies, which is what your Twitch career yeah. is. That yeah. is not
0: true. Yeah it is. I could I could go my entire <laughs> life with never software setting again. I mean this I this goes back to why I like let's go shiny hunting compared to software setting because I get something out of it. I get lots of things out of let's go shiny hunting. I get nothing out of software setting. Do I you
2: except get a, for shiny a shiny eventually? At the end.
1: Yeah. I mean, who cares? <laughs> Wait, didn't you soft reset for like Articuno like a it billion yeah. times? Yeah, sure.
0: sure. That's but that's not the point, right? You could argue, you could argue like you're a Twitch streamer and shiny hunting is your career. And I'd argue you're wrong because if somebody's coming to my Twitch stream and watching me turn on and off my video game for hours, there, there are two types of people. There are the people that are there for me for the conversation. And if you are one of the person persons, people there, just because a, 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 a person on the other end of a camera is literally turning on and off their video game,
1: I think that speaks more to
0: you than to me. No. Yeah. Yes,
1: you're correct. That is because that is how I get my jollies. Watching people turn things off and on. That's that's how I get excited. So please keep turning things off and on. <laughs> or, or please recommend Lights. another Switch Twitch streamer William. who has an off on button. Channel. <laughs> don't you judge me.
0: I mean, I have I have res- a more reasonable comparison would be like I got, I, I don't even remember the last like distribution. I got like th- the target Charizard for Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and I'm going to reset it because there's a one in 25 chance to get the right nature. And if there was auto saving, obviously that wouldn't work. Yep. And that is a more realistic expectation than somebody turning on and off their game for a slightly different color Pokemon where your odds are like 1 in 4,000. Obviously, 1 in 25, 1 in 4,000. 1 is uh, uh, less of a
2: time sink. I mean, they're both time sinks. Like, I, I hate having this offer stuff for natures, but it is the nature of the games right now that you do you have to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but in in Let's Go, and we have no clue if this is going to translate to Sword and Shield. You don't get that option. You get that Mew off the Pokeball. You get what you get. Yeah, y- you get that Mewtwo from the movie event. Actually, I think that Nature was locked. But anyways, you get what you get. Oh, well, they, they were wait, locked. wait, wait.
1: That lady with the quiz doesn't affect distributions. No.
3: no.
0: Oh. Every distribution has you have not been able to so every well. There's not there. This is uh, this is hard to bring up because there's only been like. Two American distributions one is the target Eevee and Pikachu and the other is the Mew but in Japan there's been a little bit more like there's the birthday Chansey and there's been like a Mewtwo and then there was the Mewtwo in Europe Um, but you cannot reset any of that stuff at all once it comes through that's what you get a lot of that stuff though is nature locked but with the Mew for example you could get a hardy nature Mew which I I think is neutral
1: well, the concept of competitive and let's go don't really go hand in hand.
0: Yeah, but that, that's relevant to the point where Pokemon home will
1: eh, true, solve true.
0: that. And also we know that Mew is in Sword and Shield. So if you have not redeemed your Mew yet, and if they're going to do the same thing they did in let's go, where once you transfer the Mew off your Pokeball, which it will have synchronized and the nature is locked, although we'll get to that in a second. I think the, there is a minority of Pokemon players that are very loud, and they're very against the auto saving. but the average Pokemon player, which is the person who goes to the store, buys a Pokemon game every three years or every two years, they play through it, they beat the Elite Four, they see the credits, and they never touch it again, is most Pokemon
1: players. Oh, the majority of Pokemon players don't care a whit one way or the other without autosave. You are correct. And just it's like passionate ones that do.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's it, just like experience share, you know, if you were trying to make your Pokemon game harder and you turned off experience share and it was a huge slog, you would probably stop playing that game because we live in a world where thousands of games are coming out every month and it's very, and a lot of them are free and it's very easy to switch and jump into a, another game. And in this case, if you were to turn off autosave, which is an option, And you play it for five hours, and then you fall asleep with your Switch in your bed because you have that possibility of playing your Switch in your bed, which is very nice. And then your Switch slides off the end of the bed, falls on the floor, and you wake up and your Switch is dead and you lost all five hours. You might go, well, I ain't doing all that again. Uh, I'm just going to jump into a
2: tiny, that is a tiny, that is smaller than the people who don't finish the game. Yeah. Like to use that as a hypothetical to say, Oh, there's that one person out of a thousand who didn't use the autosave feature and will never play the game again is just as it's just as is, it's a smaller portion than the people who play the game through and never play after the Elite Four.
0: But at that point, you're arguing is does, does the pros outweigh the cons? So if, if, and, if, if your, if your pros are. I won't lose an hour of content. Look, every me, you, and Will have all forgotten to save at some point, and pr- maybe it In- was only. do
1: put those. That on me I in the last see. 20 years every of pokemon hour, three
2: times in the last
0: 20 years of pokemon you're telling me you didn't lose at least an hour i have of content. never never nope, never lost
2: Lie! i i am, I am so obsessive lying. about saving you, you do not understand my obsessiveness with i not only do i save but then immediately after i save i forgot that i saved or question did i actually just save and i end up saving three times on average Greg, every I, hour I, is that not so a problem in because- itself that because you're saving I, like eight forgetful? times in a row no, it's not a problem
1: because also like if i turn like if i hit save and then i turn my head away so i don't see the little thing that pops up that confirms that you saved the game i'm like i, I might as well not have saved at all so then i go ahead and save again <laughs> absolutely and can we talk about the real problem here number one stop playing video games in bed bed is for bed sleeping, is for sleeping. <laughs> play your video games on the couch number two Better sleep hygiene. I expect more from you people. Eight hours of sleep (laughs) a night. So you're not just falling asleep wherever you're standing while you're trying to play a video game. Come on. Now, if you want to play this video game right, you get enough sleep at night so that you can actually focus and concentrate and remember to save. And you'll be good to go. 100. Will Anderson approved. Sleep is important.
3: You
0: could, okay. So you could argue that the, the, the amount of people who might lose three hours of content is small.
2: Is very small.
0: But also, I would argue that if you accidentally knocked out a legendary Pokemon, that is, that is, that is even smaller because every recent Pokemon game has given you the opportunity to get that legendary Pokemon back.
1: No, oh, you yeah, can get it they back, have but you did defeat that. the Absolutely. Elite Four again. That's such an s- effort. I'd what? rather oh, like, live saying, without the you're Legendary. You're saying
0: going through 15 minutes of the Elite Four is worse than going through three hours of content you lost because you're, you're de- your, your yes, Switch shut uh, off?
1: you lost that three hours of content because you're a fool. You <laughs> lost the, the Legendary because the game RNGed would against you. Because there, that's Pokemon a, is a, like one der- of
0: very few games that doesn't have an autosave feature built in. I, because I, it's I, stuck in the past?
1: It's fine.
2: I, I am pro autosave. But...
0: It's like, when did this become me, not me? <laughs> I, ju- I just think that, like, if autosave was permanent or was not a toggle option, I think for what what you gain by having it on is significantly more important than what you gain for having it off. And so if if you're only... Because <sighs> it's not like if you ran into a random shiny... Pokemon or a random you know one percent Pokemon while you're playing through the game, the autosave feature is irrelevant to that because that was a random chance and if you were to reset five minutes beforehand you that the, everything's getting rerolled again and so like when you when you focus on what having autosave off would benefit, it would be like legendary encounters which if you accidentally kill, there's no need to reset you could battle the Elite Four again, or maybe there's another way to get Legendary Pokemon back. Yeah,
2: but we don't or, know what that way is. We don't know that that we, is true. We
0: don't know what that way is, but I can't amid- Well, <laughs> look, they've taken features away look, from us before. they've taken
2: things away from us So, like, forgive people for being a bit snippy about that. Like, they have not included that option in many, many games.
0: Uh, that's not
2: true.
0: I think ever since Gen 4... If you've knocked out a legendary Pokemon, beating the lead Four, come brings them back. But they've also, this is the same company that also just doesn't straight up tell you that. Correct. Okay, so if you were like, well, I don't, I don't care about Shiny, but I do want the right nature, they're giving us an option for that, which we're about to talk Maybe. about.
2: Maybe. We're gonna get there. Shush. We don't exist in that world yet until we've read that article, so that is not on the table, sir.
0: Okay, well, let me read that article.
1: Oh, way to craft your own reality. I see how it works in this particular organization. Nobody lets me choose when things do and do not exist.
0: The latest entries in the Pokemon series have making several tweaks to the franchise's longest running conventions from introducing autosave to getting rid of experience share item in the favor of an automatic solution. Sword and Shield changes several things about standard play of a Pokemon game. While Game Freak was open about a lot of behind-the-scenes information surrounding the development of Sword and Shield, the team was a bit cagey about a new battle mechanic they can only tease. Traditionally in the series, you start with your starter Pokemon, and when you catch a lot of Pokemon in the beginning, uh, and you catch a lot of Pokemon in the beginning, and those are with you throughout your whole adventure, unless you're playing Gen 4 and you got to box them for HMs, uh, and the players will get attached to them, but a lot of times... They will get into competitive battles and figure, find out that they can't actually use the Pokemon or they're not competitive. So They have to go out, find the right Pokemon, breed them a certain way to make sure they're viable, Kazumasa says. This time around, we really wanted to introduce a new system that will help players take those Pokemon caught in the beginning, the first ones they choose, and actually take them straight into competitive battle. There are a lot of hidden parameters to Pokemon uh, that are not surfaced to the player. We're doing a lot of stuff in the back end, introducing systems that will allow players to ensure that the Pokemon they want to use are competitively viable in battles. When I asked for more details, he said he can't explain the system further, but goes on to tease a bit more. Quote, I've got to be very vague about it, but one example, it is visible to the player and they know it when they'll see it. I think, say that you have a Pokemon that has all the right stats and everything, but there's a personality parameter... Um, as well that comes into play in battles, and it might not be the right personality, so you will breed until you get the right one in what people are currently doing. Uh, But you'll see that there's a system in the game that will fix that for people, end quote. While it's no longer necessary to do so, players can still put effort into breeding to come up with some perfect specimen for competitive play, quote, We do think there are some value in the efforts that players put into it, he says. But at the same time, I think with Sword and Shield, we wanted to also have a system that makes it a little bit more accessible. For example, if you bring a Pokemon over from a previous game into these games, being able to use a specific Pokemon that has sentimental value to you in a battle system competitively is something we wanted to try this time. So when they bring up the, you know it when you'll see it, sometimes the personality doesn't match the Pokemon... We are all assuming that they uh, mean natures in Pokemon. I think so.
1: I, I, think I that mean, that's the same assumption, either. yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, and there are 25 natures which affect the stats of their Pokemon. Each nature either pluses or pluses a stat and then decreases a stat. They also have to do with flavors. For example, if you're a lonely Pokemon, you will really like spicy flavor, but you will not like sour flavor. Um, If you're a modest Pokemon, your special attack is increased. Your regular attack is decreased. You like dry food, but you dislike spicy food. And so what this is hinting at is that if you got a score bunny at the beginning of the game and it ended up being... This is hard because we don't know what score bunny should actually be. Right. But let's say you wanted a Jolly score bunny, which is... Let's just say Jolly score bunny is the best possible score bunny with speed up, special attack down. I'm just assuming it's physical attacker because it got big feet. Yeah, but it's fire <laughs> type.
1: Uh hey, I'm pretty sure Embor is physical. I think. Yeah, because it knows I mean, he's yeah. Embor is the exception that proves the rule. That's not a thing. Would you stop?
0: If you got like a quirky score bunny, uh, that's neutral, so there's no plus or minus stats. It it has been a bummer and i feel like i've expressed this maybe four or five years ago on this podcast that like you get to the end of this game with this partner pokemon that you've had you know for 80 some hours and you want to use it competitively and it's just not and so this is providing a way for you to do that hopefully i'm sure there will be some weird item involved in order to do that kind of like bottle caps and it also sure. sounds
1: like you could uh, apply this to older Pokemon that you bring in through Pokemon yeah. Home as well, yeah. which is cool.
2: Yes. It's interesting. I I mean, I like it. I hope that it just make you know, it's clear that they want to eliminate the unnecessary barriers to pe- more people get into competitive battling. So, like, if it's just like bottle caps where, you know, you get a nature capsule or you feed them 15 of the spicy sausage curry and their nature changes, like, I don't know, something. I have a feeling that all of this is tied to that cooking menu.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. But then that goes back to my last argument where is if if you're turning off autosave because you want to make sure you get the right nature for a static encounter, is it not just more beneficial to catch that Pokemon right away and then do whatever it needs to do to change the nature to what you want? We don't know Probably. what's more complicated. Is it, is but, it yeah. more time consuming to turn on and off your system over and over? Or is it more convenient to do, I don't know, let's just assume it's a curry minigame yeah. and then change the nature that way?
2: We don't know. So, I mean, there's a couple of things that will determine that. How hard is it? Like, how hard is it to get the things? Will the nature thing affect legendaries and mythicals? Or is it limited in that way? There's like, since they won't say what it is, it's hard to make a judgment call as to which will be easier. It's nice that it's there, and I can hope that it applies to all Pokemon, regardless of legendary or mythical status, and that you can just catch it and change it for competitive battling and you don't have to worry about it. That would be my ideal, but we don't know that that's
1: true. So I I also think that. Them specifically saying, hey, it's too hard to do soft resets on the Switch, and hey, we've got this thing that's going to let you change natures, kind of very strongly indicates that the doing the thing to change the natures is going to be simpler yeah. than soft resetting. I yeah. mean,
2: it implies that, but we don't know for sure. So, I mean, I, I hope it will. I, I hope beyond hope that it will.
0: Well, they have to like prove to players that the auto save feature is more convenient and more beneficial than yes. what we've been doing for so many years. Yes. And if they do. If their if their ultimate goal is the next game is going to only be autosaved and we proved to you why you didn't need to turn it off, which I'm assuming is that that's what they're going to do here. They're also probably in a position where they're aware of the amount of cheating. And usually you would argue that games that have autosave have less cheating in them. But I am sure Pokemon Shuffle had cheating or manipulation. I'm sure somebody figured out Masters. But uh, that also has to do with, like, server-based stuff. Of, like, those games are always connected to the internet, which is, like, the other missing thing that Pokemon would need. I mean, even, I'm sure Greg could speak to this, World of Warcraft had plenty of cheating, even though it had autosave.
2: Final Fantasy has cheating like
0: always connected to the internet.
2: Yeah, I mean people always find ways to cheat. Like all of the MMOs was like, "Oh, it's cuz it's server side. There's no cheating." It's like, "No, there's there are robots, there are a ton of things that allow cheating to happen on a very <laughs> regular basis in all of these games. But it is all about making cheating less appealing. Like, if you can mitigate that so that either the benefit you get from it is not great or the punishment you get from it is great, like, you need to deal with that. But there's no way, if it's technology, somebody's going to cheat, period. (laughs) I mean, it's just true.
0: Yeah. Sword and Shields, we're just knocking through these, Sword and Shield max raid battles could be among Pokemon's most challenging encounters could be. I've heard the song and dance before.
2: Shouldn't it will be?
0: Master Trainers, hello? (laughs) Oh, Toxic Protect? Okay, we're done with all 50, 150 of these. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are introducing uh, a new mechanic to the series. One of the biggest new additions is for the ability to grow massive proportions. While this is on display in battles throughout Dynamax and Gigantamax mechanics, players can also challenge powerful giant Pokemon in cooperative max raid battles. Initially, the max raid battles were called something more generic like cooperative battles, but following Pokemon Go's implementation of co-op raids, the word has entered the vocabulary of Pokemon fans across the globe. The initial concept of having cooperative battles against a Pokemon, the raid ideal, came before raids were even implemented into Pokemon Go, but we saw Pokemon Go implement this raid feature and how popular it was for people to get together in the same space, enjoying cooperative experiences, Omori says. I think there was some influence like how, how in Pokemon Go, you don't, need, you don't need to be a hardcore battler to enjoy raid battles. It is really easy to
1: invite a friend. <laughs> Can and we, we want, admit that,
2: that nobody enjoys raid battles yeah. in Pokemon Go? I, mean, like, I like
1: the social aspect of yeah, them. That's yeah. like, it. But
2: that's not the game.
0: It's really easy to invite a friend, and we wanted to have that element in Sword and Shield Raid encounters as well. I do hate the mentality of people being like, ugh, why is Go always, like, we saw this very heavily with Let's Go. Oh, we did. Absolutely, we did. Oh, because of the success of Pokemon Go, it's ruining Pokemon games. But the fact that this has been in development before it was, I mean, uh, Let's Go, or, Sorry, Pokemon Go implemented it first, but the fact that Game Freak thought of this and has been working on it before it was even introduced in Pokemon Go is, is really, I, I'm sure we will hear the whole, like, ugh, Pokemon Go influenced this game. And yeah, I'm not saying it, it isn't, but this is probably not the, argu- the correct argument to use.
1: Well, how terrible that literally the most popular Pokemon game in the world is influencing other Pokemon games. How awful.
2: It's the worst.
0: I would even argue one of the most popular games of all time. I think Pokemon Go is still top 10 in the absolute. I don't
1: know. Checkers is pretty popular <laughs> and has a lot lower investment. <laughs> uh,
0: Amori likes the idea of not having to be a hardcore battler to enjoy these raid encounters. Planning director Kazumasa Cautions that you shouldn't expect to walk right in and take down these high-ranked beasts. I think some shouldn't, but I will. (laughs) I think some of them are going to be pretty difficult. I think it's going to have to have some kind of difficulty. I think it's going to have some kind of difficulty that we have not seen in a main series game up until now. There's a wide, there are widespread difficulties even in max raid battles. Much like raids in Pokemon Go, max raid battles are represented by a ranking system. In Sword and Shield, they are ranked by stars, and the more stars a max max raid battle has, the more difficult it is. It starts out a little easier, then you can choose your difficulty based on how powerful your Pokemon are. Even for me, a seasoned Pokemon player, even if I go into one of the 5 star max raid battles, I can definitely run into situations where I am not able to win it will ask you to save your game before a max ray battle
1: starts because you're playing no, with three save. other players. No, because they're in the wild area, so autosave. Yeah, so it's going to
0: be auto save. But yeah, anytime in a Pokemon game when you're doing things with friends, it's, yeah, auto autosaves. So.
1: Quote, friends, quote.
0: Just because we're talking about big Pokemon, there was a 101-question video, 10-minute video with Game Informer and Masuda and Amori, and they asked if... Pokemon actually got bigger or if they were projections and Amori and Masuda confirmed that they are projections. The Pokemon don't actually physically change their size.
3: Ah, Boo.
0: I'm still excited for Max Raid Battles. I still think it looks cool. Although we'll see. They also I mean, not to their fault uh, no, no two people that work at Game Freak would be like yeah, Master Trainers, it's really bad. Uh, I, we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> like,
2: obviously they're going to hype
0: up their new feature. Um, but Master Trainers were not...
2: We're excited for this really bad feature we put in.
0: Mas- yeah, th- it wasn't super great. It was fine. There were some matches, match-ups that were fine. I will say, though, that I did lose quite a bit of them. But there, I, I, I really think the, the downfall of Master Trainer Rank, I don't remember, Master Trainer, master trainer Battles,
2: what were they called? Ma- yeah, aren't yeah. they master, master Trainer Battles? Master,
1: master Trainers, yeah.
0: There was no reward for it. You, like, you got nothing from it, whether you lost or whether you won. I mean,
1: you got a title, but... Well, there's your reward. Look, greedy. Some of us <laughs> didn't even get to finish Let's Go because we got distracted. Just the fact that you finished all those Master Trainer battles, I didn't do all of them. I did like, I
0: did like sixty of them. Oh,
1: well, then you don't even know about that secret little. (laughs) No, if you you do all
2: of them, you get another title.
1: I do know that, but
2: I never did one, so don't look at me.
0: I think you have to do five in order to battle Red, which you also get
1: nothing for. Well, you can say you defeated Ash. Uh, the pleasure and truth. Let's please let's not go so far a- astray. My concern with the Max raid battles in the wild area is a very personal one because Greg has brainwashed me, and I will yes. most likely be holding a huge gala for the release of Sword and Shield in my yep. fancy, fancy community room. Yes, paying we Paying thousands be. and thousands of dollars yes. to entertain hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah,
2: we're going to get Pokemon cupcakes.
1: If, B-Y-O-C, bring your own cupcakes.
2: Well, I'll uh, bring them, but we have to use your room.
1: If, I cannot have at least one max raid battle with my quote-unquote friends at this <laughs> gala festival <laughs> event, I will be extremely disappointed because why did I pay those thousands of dollars to bring quote unquote friends into my home? If not to have the opportunity to do a max raid battle at some point early in the game, if I have to wait until like end game or post game, well, let's hope they reveal that before the date. So I think that I don't said that, hold the party.
0: I think they said it'll take a couple hours to get to the wild area, but once you're there, you can do max raid battles. Look,
1: I'm not reserving this room for more than four hours. <laughs> I ain't made
2: out of cash here, okay? Well have tickets.
1: I can't charge people to come to my house for a party. That's something what? high school students do for kegs. That's not me. Well, all right, money bags and stop stop complaining. <laughs> Look, nothing will stop Will Anderson from complaining. <laughs> nothing. I mean,
2: we're going to go down to the cub, we're going to get snacks and cupcakes and bring them up to the party room and have a Pokemon party. I got that day off, the
1: 15th, so. Oh, so you'll already be in the wild area by the time it's party time. I get it.
2: I mean, I can wait. They work oh. from home.
1: Would you stop? Stop. <laughs> Don't spill my tea. <laughs>
2: Alright, we'll take a quick
0: break and then when we come back we have two more things to talk about, I think.
2: We do? There's only two? There's well, a lot.
0: There's a lot, but we got a, we got a 90 minute show here.
1: There's always Not next always. week, Greg. There's always next week. Okay. There's always next we got, week, that's true. We got a All lot right. to talk about. We're we'll only be... 40
2: days away from this game launching, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Yike. Why uh, don't we know the evolutions of the starters? I need to make choices. Shh, it's okay. <sighs> it's okay. not okay.
0: I'll be right back. Why is there not a Pokemon Snap two? Pokemon Snap two. Why is there not a Pokemon Snap 2? 2. 2. I pre-ordered it right now. Right now. Right now. And we are back from our break. All right. This was... Okay, so two things were mistranslated.
3: (laughs) Not mistranslated,
0: I would say. One thing was mistranslated. One thing people just didn't understand, probably because what we've learned, I think this is always known, what we learned is people only read headlines.
3: Yes. uh, Yes. And they
0: don't actually read any content. So they read this headline of Pokemon cut from... Sword and Shield's national decks will return in the future. So if you don't actually read that, you would maybe, for whatever reason, jump to the assumption that oh, in Sword, Ultra Sword, and Ultra Shield, uh, all the Pokemon will be back.
2: Yeah, that of is course, a that's what the
0: assumption. Said. Yes, uh, but that
2: said, they'll all be back, and they'll be back. Hooray! Yeah. Let's actually read in it together. Pokemon Spear.
0: Fans are eagerly anticipating Pokemon Sword and Shield, but some of the biggest news coming out of the summer regarding what won't be in the first mainline Pokemon console RPG. That, well, you know, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee were mainline, but okay, Game Informer.
2: (laughs) Making calls, making judgments over here.
0: That game also didn't have all the Pokemon. During E3, producer Masuda explained that not every Pokemon will make the leap into Sword and Shield. This news left many fans disappointed, so I caught up with Masuda during our trip for the month's cover story to dive deeper for the reasoning for the cuts. According to Masuda, the sheer number of Pokemon uh, the series has accumulated over the years for the past two plus decades have gotten to a point of being unwieldy. Up until, quote, up until now, we've been proud to be able to include so many Pokemon in games. But as a result, there's actually quite a few features or gameplay ideals that we had to abandon in the past. Going forward, thinking about the future of Pokemon, we want to prioritize all those new gameplay ideals, new ways to enjoy the games. We want to challenge ourselves at Game Freak to create new ways to enjoy the game. That's what really drove the decision for this new direction. The decision was also the result of collaborative talks between Game Freak, the Pokemon company, and Nintendo. Quote, we have a lot of awesome new challenges that we have not even revealed in Sword and Shield. Masuda says, we want to continue to come up with these new features, so we figured that this is the best path to go forward for the franchise. Things got a bit complicated when diving into how the team decided which Pokemon wouldn't carry over to the Galar region. A wide variety of discussions happened. And it's just not one type of criteria depending on which Pokemon are going to appear in the game, but for a lot of different reasons, a lot of different directions, and a lot of debate over which ones would be best in the game, Masuda said. I think one example is figuring out which Pokemon would make sense for the setting of these games. These Pokemon look like they could live in the Galar region. We spent a lot of effort deciding which ones would be the best fit in the setting of the adventure and features wanted to implement. I think players will be satisfied. There are quite a few Pokemon that you'll encounter in the Galar region, so I think players will have fun seeing all the Pokemon. When asked about specifics of which Pokemon didn't make the cut for Sword and Shield, including names and total number of creatures, Masuda did not elaborate. However, he was much more explicit when I asked if a Pokemon cut will return in future games. Definitely, he says. You can look forward to seeing Pokemon that don't appear in these games appearing in different regions in future games. I think Pokemon Home, for a lot of players, will serve as a launching pad to gather them all and to embark on future adventures. Pokemon Home has been announced, but the details have been scarce. And then Masuda intends on keeping that that way for a bit longer, but did offer a bit more insight on the upcoming app. We're really digging in. We are really designing it as a place for all your Pokemon together. So it's really important for the future of our franchise. It will be more than even Pokemon bank as a place to gather all your Pokemon in one spot. So yeah, that line that line is the more specific line. You can look forward to seeing Pokemon that don't appear in these games appearing in different regions in future games.
2: Different regions? Ha, but what about my Pokemon Spear or Lance? I want all of my Pokemons back in the third installment. This is a ripoff.
1: Is that really what people were saying?
2: I don't know. I'm assuming. Oh. Like-
1: Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody out there said that.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure some fans are not buying this game because they were waiting for a third version. Those fans exist, right? Like those oh, yeah. fans don't there buy are the first one. always wait for the third version. Yep. And they were probably very disappointed with Pokemon Z. As, as
1: were we all. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I mean, that it it all goes together, right? We looked at Pokemon that appeared that they would be appropriate for the G region. And in other regions, they'll look and they'll say, well, which are the Pokemon that look appropriate for this region? And then they'll select from all of the gajillion Pokemons that they've got to pick from to say these are region appropriate. And it'll be fun and exciting. And we won't see weird things like frozen ice Pokemon in a volcano region or something. I don't know. But it just it makes sense to me. I wouldn't say they
0: double down on this. But what is this the triple triple down- downing on this now again?
1: What? That they're, they're not going to have any games that have all the Pokemon in them in the future? That's what they're saying. And you yeah. know what? That's fine. I mean, I still think so. They will have a game that has all the Pokemon in it. It's called Pokemon yeah, the Home. MMO. Pokemon no, World. It's called Pokemon, Pokemon World, Home. the MMO.
2: We'll have all of them by the time the last expansion comes out.
1: The last expansion. <laughs> Is there, are we going to come to, to some day where it's going to be like a game comes out called Final Pokemon? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> when we're all in the singularity.
1: No, it's when you and I are in the nursing home.
2: <laughs> well, that's the singularity. We're calling it the singularity to okay. make us feel better.
1: Is that in St. Paul? West St. Paul?
2: Yeah, it's going to be West St. Paul. Make all the kids out there take care of us. Ugh.
0: The real upsetting thing for people this week was the 18 gyms debacle. <laughs>
1: but they are I'm not, gonna, said I'm not 18 getting gyms. 18 gyms?
0: All right. Before we talk about this, there are two. There are the original quote and the revised quote. And even after it's been revised, it's still pretty confusing. There was an issue with the translator. Um, The translator translated everything that we've read so far from Game Informer on this podcast. So out of all the information, this one got messed up. Uh, if you're in the department of blaming Game Freak or blaming The Translator or blaming Game Informer, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. They they addressed it. It's fine. I've never seen so many people get so excited and so... Di- well, actually, I probably have seen so many people get so excited and so disappointed very fast. But even with all the information we just delivered, there's still a lot of questions about these games. Um, So it's like... Really hard to grasp, like what this game is still, even with the information we do know. But man, people really gravitated towards this news, uh, very heavily. So I'll read the original quote first. From an actual gameplay and experience perspective, there will be gym leaders. There will be certain gym leaders that will be different depending on which version you've played. I'm gonna stop there. And say, we know that already. Yeah. We know that B is in one and Alistair is in the other, which they've done before in Sun and Moon and and whatnot. In terms of setting itself, the background to the story is like this Japanese style J1 and J2, like a minor league and a major league kind of concept. There are 18 different types of gyms in the story, depending on which version which gyms are in the minor league and which gyms are in the major league are different. For example, in Sword, the fighting type gym leader will be in the major league, but in Shield it will be the ghost league. So the ideal is that every year the Galar region is playing every year the Galar region is playing and which gyms make it into the minor league versus the major league changes. Of course, as always, there's a difference in what kinds of Pokémon you can encounter.
1: All of that makes relative sense, yes.
0: But nowhere in that quote did I go, oh, there are 18 gyms in one game. To me, it sounded like off the bat, oh, there, it sounds like there's nine gyms in each game.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I just heard. That's what I heard. when t- they preface yeah. it by saying that there are different gym types in each of the different games. So, obviously, there's... Go- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. But uh, everyone
0: ran with the idea that there are 18 gyms.
1: Oh, oh, humanity. Once again, you have let me down. (laughs) But
2: there are 18 gyms, because it said 18.
0: Sure. I mean, there are also like 20 Z crystals. That doesn't mean that there's like 20 trials. I actually don't know how many Z crystals there are. There might be more. So we know two gym leaders are the same. We know that the grass-type gym leader, Milo, and we know that Nessa, the water-type gym leader, they're in both games. And then we know that there are uh, Alistair and B. so that's four gym leaders between two games, but only representing the first three gyms. Correct. So having a number of different gyms being greater than ten eight already made sense, but i would i but, but I wouldn't assume that there was there was that that automatically means that there's like ten gyms per game or nine gyms per game, I guess if Alistair and B are the only two unique gym leaders uh i don't it's just i don't. Yeah, don't feel bad for the people who just took this at face value and ran with it, and in 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 less than a couple hours, just assumed that the, these games had eighteen different gyms.
1: Look, there is a reading uh, reading. There is a reason why reading comprehension is something that you get tested on in elementary school <laughs> because it's important.
0: Okay, so the original quote says there are 18 different types of gyms in the story, depending on which version, which gym leaders are in the minor league and which gym leaders are in the major league. You could, uh, you could also argue, I guess, that in Let's Go, that there are nine gym leaders. There's Brock, Misty, I'm trying to get to do this in order, Lieutenant Surge, Erica, Sabrina, Koga, Blaine, and Giovanni, and then Blue. There are technically nine gym leaders in that game. Yes. So when I read that, that's again what my mind went to is I don't actually believe there are 18 different buildings in this game and each building will have a different gym leader.
1: Well, no, because don't quote me on this, but you're a logical and intelligent human being who picks (laughs) Mm. up I said don't quote me. I mean, there's, there's there's nine gym leaders in Black and white. Yes, there are. Because you either have Iris or you have, um, what's his name? The one that everybody forgets, including me Drayden. Um, Drayden. <laughs> but
3: what's his there's name? still
1: only eight gyms in the game.
0: I mean, there's a bunch of trials in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, but one gym.
1: <sighs> either way. <laughs> The literalists will not win.
0: People were excited, though. I mean, I, I guess the excitement... Okay, so I, I didn't understand the excitement at first. I asked a couple people who were excited why they were excited, because the 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 concept of 18 gyms seems miserable. Just because a game is a longer doesn't make it better.
1: Well, now just like, some people are like, 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 more oh, content man. is
0: more content. I wish all movies for five hours long, because that... I want the most bang for my buck. the heck,
1: the amount you have to pay to go to a movie these days? Yeah, I want my movie to be five hours long. I used to be able to see a two-hour movie for $2. I want one hour per dollar. I'm paying for that movie.
0: I am ready for credit. I tweeted this. I am ready for credits by, like, the seventh gym. I'm like, you know what? We're good here.
3: (laughs) I would love oh, to because just you're
0: battle a the game.
1: Gobbler. You don't enjoy playing games. You just <laughs> I push just, through them. I just
0: want to. Um, I just want this to be over with. <laughs> I can't imagine 18 gems, though. Holy cow. That would be like. I,
2: that's, I, I, my only thought when people were saying that is like, there has to be a very large, a very large after game.
0: So yeah, like, I mean you'll
2: have your 8 and then there'll be 10 more in post game that you can do. Like the idea that you <laughs> do 18 gyms in your journey like no.
1: But but see Greg, there is a very large post game. It's called you finish one version, you buy the other version, <laughs> you play oh, yeah. that one. You get nine I more mean, gyms.
2: I do that. So yes, I will be doing that because That's what I do.
1: So what was the retranslation? Because you teased that, but I'm not getting my payoff Oh, I'm sorry. I also said, so the reason
0: why some people were excited wasn't about the ideal of 18 gyms. It was the concept, and this made sense, was that there would be more towns to explore. Assuming that each town only had one gym. Oh. Okay, so the actual quote... Uh, the Pokemon Company International reached out to this quote to clarify. You can see the statement below. In the Galar region, Pokemon gyms are a popular sporting event, and there are 18 different types of gyms that exist in Galar to contribute to the background setting of the story in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. In each game, trainers must collect 8 gym badges to complete the gym challenge to earn the opportunity ...to participate in the Champion Cup. Over the course of the main story, trainers will challenge 8 gyms, which are all in the Major League. Which gyms appear in the Major League and Minor League differ between Sword and Shield? For example, depending on each game's versions, trainers will be able to challenge different gym leaders... ...such as B or Alistair. Each version will have 8 gyms and eight gym leaders that trainers can battle for traditional gym challenge experiences that fans have enjoyed throughout the Pokemon series. That's it. It all makes sense to me. And the 18 different types of gyms that exist in Galar contribute to the background setting of the story in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. So my assumption is that there are old gym leaders that will show up that will battle you probably post-game. Um, just like in the lore of Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, that Molane was in charge of the trial that you were supposed to do, but then mm. that was passed on to Sophocles.
1: So I have a completely different assumption. I assume and, and I'll I'll take it back and ruin it for everybody, that there literally are eighteen gyms in the <laughs> game. But but, but. You only get to go to eight of them, and you hear about the other oh, ones. Oh, you meet but the you other do, players. Right? They, it's like they exist in the story, just not your story. So it's like somebody's going to come up to you and say, oh, I got here because I defeated the fairy-type gym. And it's like, but I didn't get to play the fairy-type. And it's like, no, you don't get to play the fairy-type gym. That was that dude's story. Right? That's just not in your playthrough. Well, and it never will be in your playthrough. It's just like like, like the gyms exist. You don't go to them. Like, I've been to Yankee Stadium. I will never watch the Minnesota Twins
2: play. <laughs> well, neither will I. So.
1: so, it's like, the stadium exists. I've walked past it, <laughs> but I'm not going in there.
2: You're
1: not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now Vikings football, I'm also not nope. interested in.
0: <laughs> I don't think 18 gyms made me uh, more excited to buy or play a game. Again, to me, it seemed daunting. Um, there were some people that were that I did see dabbled on the internet for a little bit that were like, this makes up for the lack of Pokemon. True. Uh, Which I don't, I don't,
1: maybe? Like, what? I I have always. If it was done in a system where it was like, you start the game and there are 18 potential gyms that you could go to, but once you make a choice and go and defeat a gym, like three gyms close out that you then do not get to go because like you're out of those leagues or something like that. That would be fine with me. That'd be a really interesting way of uh, Octopath Travelering it or whatever. I don't know. I never played that game.
0: But it just goes back to who's hanging their hats on like gyms being this fantastic thing in this video game. Because they're not.
1: Be, uh, uh, yes, they are. That's the, the challenge. That's the adventure. That's the <laughs> experience. What, what do you want? You Do you just want to like rush through this game so you can shiny hunt? Come on. No, do no, it. Enjoy the savour, the flavors of the Galar region. That is and not the, it.
0: But also, I'm not a dumb Pokemon player. I'm
1: not. Whoa. I'm not gonna
0: walk Shots into. Fire. I'm not gonna walk into Brock's gym with a Caterpie and be like, oh, I can't beat him," because I'm not, am, I'm not dumb. Like I know I'm, what Brock is weak against. When well, I'm going I to hack I, this game, this, I'm
1: gonna put Brock in there. I'm gonna bring a Caterpie in his gym. I've,
0: <laughs> I've brought this up so many times. But like when I challenged Blaine. He has four fire Pokemon. Surf, 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 surf. We're done here. Guess what? I can do that same thing against Giovanni because it's ground. Surf, 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 surf. (sighs) We're done here. This is for like you cannot make a Pokemon game harder because you understand the mechanics. Whether there are eight gyms or 18 gyms, if if Nessa is water, I know what to beat her with. Uh, Grass, electric. There are options, and I understand those options. That's why even if they were like, we'll make the AI smarter, it doesn't matter. If I'm faster and I have a grass-type move, I win. That's what it comes down to. Even like, If I'm higher level and I withstand the hit, I still win. It's impossible to make these games harder because we fundamentally understand how they work. That is the flaw with gyms. The gym leaders have one type. We know what that type is weak to. So, to be like 18 gyms makes up for the lack of national decks, what are what goes through your mind? Because you're clearly at a point where you're arguing on the internet for Pokemon. I'm pretty confident in you that you understand how gyms work and you understand that if they have three Pokemon, it's probably going to take you three moves for you to beat that gym leader. And because you can do that, 10 more times that makes the game better. I find that hard to believe. If your argument was 18 gems means possibly more locations and that makes up for the lack of pokemon, sure, but then you're in another argu- you're in another conversation about are these locales going to actually be fulfilled? And will there be things to do? Because just because there's another city doesn't make it a better game if there's nothing to do in it. And that is the problem with Heart Gold, Soul Silver, because the Kanto part of that game, there's nothing to do. Just because there are 16 gyms in that game doesn't mean the last eight are awesome or fun or amazing. It doesn't make that game better.
1: That's reasonable. I still don't like it. <laughs> don't
0: laugh at me but also I'm, I'm from the argument that I don't need these games to be hard to enjoy them even though I blazed no pun intended I blazed through Blaine very easily his gym was still enjoyable in the sense that it was charming
2: oh yeah it was
0: there was a 24 hour stream
2: there was
0: we'll just jump to the chase Pokemon fans Game Freak stop shoving Gen 1 down our throats
3: yeah, I Shows agree.
0: Galerian ponyta. Never mind, game freak. This is fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to see an impotent
2: butt. <laughs> yeah, and I got close up on an impotent tongue.
1: Yeah, that was awesome, man. Bah. I just if anything could have made me love that dude even more, they did it. They got it. I'm so into the impodent. Team Impidim. Team, throw your Grookey away and put an Impidim in its
3: place. Heck yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, So there was a 24-hour stream. Uh, It was on Twitch. I think it was also on YouTube. It opened. uh, If you don't know what it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be Sonya setting up a camera in the uh, tangled, the Grim Glimwood Tangle. So she set up a camera to record happenings. I would assume they... I, look, I've never gone out in the wilderness and set up a camera. But I would assume that it's like 99% boring. Um, which the stream I wouldn't say is 99% boring, but probably came close. After about the first five minutes, a Pikachu appeared. We saw Morlul appear in the forest, which confirms that that's in the game. Uh, we saw a mysterious tail of a Pokemon. A uh, phantom showed up. Impedimp showed up, uh, Katani showed up. We heard a ponyta cry. Shanatic also showed up. Impa-Dimp showed up quite a few times.
1: Because Impedimp is
0: awesome. To fast forward this entire thing, what everyone assumes to be Galarian ponytas showed up. And um, that was it. That was the stream. Uh, so I guess technically Impedimp is not confirmed. And technically, Galarian Ponyta is not confirmed. You could make the assumption because people were doodling pictures of this Ponyta and then sending it to Masuda and saying, I love Galarian Ponyta and him retweeting them is probably a safe bet.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably a safe yeah, bet.
0: There you go. And the fact that, it, uh, you know, out of all the cries it uses, it uses Ponyta's cry. I think is also a pretty safe bet.
1: Uh, that's the most evident evidence. Yes.
0: The interesting thing about this is that the they do show two ponytas playing with each other, um, and one of them doesn't have a tail, and its mane is that what we're calling uh, mane? Yeah. Yeah. It's mane yeah. is significantly longer, and its feet things are uh, the like hair above its hooves tassels it, they have like oh, bra- the bracelets on um, Yeah, what well, looks to be like their fluffy bracelets are are a lot thinner too um so i i don't believe <laughs> that this was like an animation error <laughs> hey we forgot a tail
2: we just left the tail out also no we
0: we we made the mane longer also we made their little ankle bracelets uh thinner like i don't It seems that there are two different Galarian Ponytas. Maybe one is a male and one is a female. I don't know what else that could possibly be. Uh, Furfuru has, like, five different coats, so maybe it's just a different coat. I think, though, chopping a complete tail off is a little
1: weird. Well, obviously you're not a dog owner, but Sure.
2: Sure. (laughs)
0: Uh, we were all at a wedding that day, so I kind of checked in on and off. But what did you guys think yeah. of the twenty-four hour concept?
2: It uh, it was fine. I when I got home after the wedding and I sat and I like threw it up on the big screen. I thought, oh, this is a really fun like screensaver, and it's pretty. And then like I watched it for about twenty minutes and nothing happened. And I'm like. I'm gonna go do something with my life. I'm gonna go to bed. Like, it's also a little frustrating that they showed, they clearly showed things during the 24 hour stream, and there's nothing, there's no follow up to it yet. Yeah, like, there's nothing out there. Like, you saw these things, and now nothing. I mean, I like the fact that they did something unique and interesting. I don't like the fact that after we did a 24 hour stream, and bless people who watched it for 24 hours and caught a bunch of this stuff, because that wasn't going to be me. But, like, then to not sort of have a Sonya report repaired for, like, the next day, like, hey, here, at least, like, hey, here's the screenshots we found. Well, maybe that'll
1: come out on Wednesday, right? Because Wednesday's the the news cycle.
2: Yeah, and it does say I we're analyzing this, which is fine. It just, like... I, the, the delay for me has made it less interesting, but I I like I liked the idea that they went unique to introduce things. I just waiting X amount of days and having a million people on the internet talk about it and have nothing official just that process frustrates me.
0: You ever watch yeah. uh, Arby's smoke a 12- hour brisket?
2: Oh I mean, I've heard of it. I mean, I have watched slow videos in the background. Like, I've watched the train travel between the Norwegian towns. Like, I've done that, but I'm also not... It's not like I'm waiting for
1: what is New this Norway to be released. What is this video? <laughs> train traveling between yeah. the Norwegian towns.
2: Yeah, it's, it exists. It's like 12 hours of just the train traveling. Like, watching the countryside.
1: No, and thank I you. I
2: have watched that, but I'm also not... I'm not specifically watching Arby smoke a brisket. To see the new fairy-type brisket they're going to release. Like, Arby's didn't make me a promise of new brisket <laughs> types. You don't know that? Uh, yeah, they did. not They didn't. Hey, we know they didn't.
0: 12 hours of hard work. They turned off the experience share. They turned on <laughs> the camera. And they have sautéed that brisket.
2: Sautéed? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Come back from the edge.
1: What they've done is ruined a perfectly good brisket is what they've done. <laughs> I thought I I think it's I thought it was fun.
2: It was fun. I just don't like that there's that big delay between yeah, what was yeah, shown yeah. and like there's not even official screen captures. Like it would have been nice if on the website it would also say, Oh, these are the interesting things we captured, and I'd be like like pictures, not but instead, we are relying on everybody else on the internet to do that, and then, uh, I don't know. It was it was fun. I just wish we had more information closer to when it
1: happened.
0: Yeah, I'm all, I'm all, sure. all I really
1: wish for is that there had been a little less subliminal messaging and attempts at mind control for you know the the sub audio commands that were sent out to everybody who stared at this thing because those <laughs> poor poor people. Boy, you guys, you got a couple of tough years coming up ahead.
0: Yeah, if you if you were not watching it, if you missed it, there was um, a lot of time in between. There was a lot of downtime in between what things happened. It was it didn't loop at all. It was a full twenty four hours of unique stuff, which um, was actually surprising. You know, some people thought it was going to loop after six hours, or after eight hours, or after twelve hours that it would just be a repeat. Um, it didn't loop at all, but man, the time between when things happened, there were definitely like the forest music loop was like twenty minutes long before like something else would happen. You know, if you watched for a full hour and the only thing you really saw was like Phantom appeared, you'd be like, "But I yep. know Phantom
1: is a Pokemon." It's more than I saw because anytime I looked at it, it was just a <laughs> bunch of <laughs> mushrooms and some tinkly, tinkly music.
2: I-, I saw the, um, saw the bushes shake.
1: Yeah, sometimes the bushes would
0: shake. I think Pikachu appeared maybe three or four times, but... All right, since we have gone way over, we'll uh, hold off Question of the Week till next week, Uh, but Will can hit
1: us with the uh, Pokemon of the Week. Greg's got to hit us with Pokemon of the Week first. What are our clues from last week, Greg? Uh,
2: Okay, so the biggest clue was the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, It's... uh, Vigilant and flighty, but also highly intelligent and computational, which referred to its different abilities. It's extremely common and is one of, if not the lowest in stats, of the Pokémon introduced in its generation.
1: So my guess, after a little bit of research and a little bit of thought, is... Patrat. Correct. <laughs> I got it right because, for the listeners, I kind of it was an extenuation. It, it, I don't know that that's not a word. Um, the mascot of the University of Minnesota is a gopher.
2: Goldie the gopher.
1: And I imagine that the t-shirts that's, or shirts or clothing that Greg would be interested in getting from the Minnesota State Fair might feature gophers on them. And Patrat is a gopher. And Patrat has the skills of a keen eye is one, which I don't necessarily yep. consider that vigilance, but I give you a pass on that one. Uh, Runaway is the other one. Is it? Runaway? Yep.
2: Runaway and Kenai.
1: And then this is the one that locked it in for me. Its hidden ability is analytic. Yes. And Watchog, Patrat's evolution, I don't think has those two first abilities. One of them is different or something. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But Patrat's a little gopher. So
2: Correct. Uh, so Watchog does not get um, runaway. Watch Hog gets eliminated in Kenai. Um, Also, the uh, mascot of the Minnesota State Fair is Fairchild, the gopher.
1: Ah. Could have gotten it that way.
2: Yep. But it was indeed Petrach. Uh, it is, Petratus is the only Pokemon with a base total of 255. It also has the lowest base stat total of all Pokemon introduced in Generation in 5. In
1: Unova, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's based off of a prairie dog, chipmunk, or meerkat, but uh, there's a t-shirt that I bought that if you run into me, you will see, of Fairchild looking just as angry as Patrat did. That's the t-shirt I went to the fairgrounds to buy. Uh-huh. And now... Um, and patrat is a combination of either patrol and rat. Uh, it also may be a play upon the phrase pack rat.
1: Hmm. All right. You guys ready for this week's? Yep. Uh,
2: yep. All
3: right.
1: Keep your exclamations quiet as I go through this. Don't distract the listener as they will have to focus. Once again, this is a pay attention I'm going to call it a puzzle, not a Pokemon of the Week. This week, we are keeping everyone wondering by, once again, not featuring a Pokemon. This week, we are inspired by Greg's tale of the Minnesota State Fair from last week. We are brought to thoughts of our youth in Westchester County, New York, where many churches would hold annual fairs around their patron saint days. These fairs would, of course include all sorts of food stalls and carnival games. They would also have portable versions of amusement park rides. This was a bit strange as, within the borders of my hometown, and town is a very specific word here, was Rye Playland, a long-standing and historic amusement park. Rye Playland was well known for the Dragon Coaster, as Luna Park in Coney Island is known for the Cyclone. Neither one of these roller coasters is indoors, and they are completely wooden. We should also note, as it is pertinent, that at no point does one exit the cars of either of these roller coasters to change tracks. One can take a train from Grand Central Station to get to Rye, New York, and subsequently get to Rye Playland by bus. The last time I took a train on the New Haven line, they still had conductors collecting tickets we have never met one named either ingo or emmet though there is no airport in the village of porchester or the count, count ugh, or the city of rye there is one very close by though not in the next town over but yes in the next town over from that one if one were to write a song about our past in porchester or even rye playland i don't think that they would title it using the word exciting but they have in the answer to this week's puzzle. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: (laughs) You're just being mean because I was being sneaky. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that's it. (laughs) Got nothing. (laughs) We will be back next week. We are very close to Sword and Shield. Uh one, two, three, four, five four more episodes after this.
2: Yeah, not a lot. They better come out with those Evos. Five more episodes after I this. I need to make decisions real quick.
0: Um so yeah, we we'll... are not gonna
2: fall into the Samurai option. It's a That's trap. Samurai's fine. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> uh thank you all for listening. Thank you for leaving uh any reviews you that you did in Apple Podcasts this week. Uh or this past week, I guess. Friday, I will be doing a speed run of HeartGold, SoulSilver on Twitch. Um, I'm going to try to... Not because I like HeartGold, SoulSilver. (laughs) Don't think it's anything like that. Uh, I'm trying to complete the Pokedex in Pokemon Black. And I need a Mewtwo. And the Mewtwo I did have, I accidentally transferred to Pokemon Bank a while ago. So I can't transfer it back down. So there's a couple ways to get Mewtwo. Uh, one is to play through Fire Red Leaf Green. The other is to play through Hardcore Soul Silver. <laughs> so I decided, how fast can I go through Hardcore Soul Silver to catch a Mewtwo to transfer it to Gen 5? So um, that's what we're going to find out on Friday. I estimate it's going to take me like 16 hours, but I think I can maybe do it faster. So we will, we will see. But that's the plan for the week. I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more Sword and Shield news later this week, and then we'll talk about it next week. If we missed anything this week, we obviously will address it next week. Um, but if you want to follow the podcast, it is at Pokemon podcast on Twitter. Greg is at white wing. Will is at wash in the sink. I am at dragging a lake. I am probably forgetting something, but that's okay. This has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast, and we are
1: super effective
2: super secret ponyta it's a fairy dark type
1: I bet it's ghost type
0: Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Kevin, Cygnus, Patrick, Jet, Jeffrey, Matthew, Alex, Catherine, Pancake, and Anthony. Thank you all for the support. If you've made it to the end of this episode listening to this promo, that is also support. So thank you. Appreciate it. We will see you next week.